All right, welcome back here to Aganis Arena in Boston on the campus of Boston University. Score after one is BU1, Merrimack nothing. This is the Warrior Hockey First Intermission Report brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure to stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located right down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading, Mass., and in Salem, New Hampshire. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. Again, the score is one to nothing. BU joining us first in the mission. It's Scott McLaughlin from WEI.com. And John, uh, that first period, uh, you know, BU with the edge. I think power play certainly was a difference. Had a lot to do with the difference in the edge and shots. The goal came shortly after power play expired. But really, uh, you know, the skill level I think between the teams showed, especially on the special teams. And uh, Merrimack's got to find ways to, to get the power play working, I guess, to try to stem the tide that they're on. Yeah, it seemed like when Merrimack was on the power play, just moving the puck a little too slow, a little too stationary, and uh, BU was able to get out to them and not really allow a whole lot of puck movement, not really allow anything in close. Uh, as you mentioned, that was definitely a difference. BU was able to do quite a bit with their power play, challenge Merrimack a bit, get off, you know, sustained offensive zone possession, and as you mentioned, that goal came about 30 seconds after power play, BU never lost possession. It's kind of just carried right over. They kept the momentum going and were able to score. Yeah, Robbie Belezia getting the goal at the left circle. They found him there and uh, was able to, uh, you know, Dealey couldn't get over to make that save. I thought Dealey had a pretty good first period, even those teams behind on the scoreboard. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, certainly that, that goal was one that, you know, maybe could have gone over in time. Belagian did hesitate for a split second, but uh, still pretty tough stuff for him to make. It was a nice tic-tac-toe passing play. He was, so he was kind of going left and then back to the right, and then he's looking middle, and then the puck comes back to the left again. So that can always be tough on a goalie. But, uh, yeah, you know, he's done He's done what it takes to keep them in it. Uh, I was a little surprised, you know, looking up at the scoreboard and seeing shots only 10-6. It felt like BU had more chances than that, but I think, uh, I think it was probably a case of more possession than shots for them. Them, but. Yeah, taking a look at the shot chart, which they just came in and handed us. BU out attempted Merrimack 24 to 11. Only 10 of the 24 get through, so that tells you something. I mean, part of it is they just missed the net on a bunch of them, six of them. We hit the post once, Merrimack blocked seven, so, you know, seven blocks is, is good for them as well. Yeah, Merrimack was, was collapsing, and they were able to get in some shooting lanes, and, you know, BU all season, kind of, part of their approach is they'll throw pucks on net from anywhere, and, you know, because of that, sometimes if teams are able to collapse and get in those lanes, that, that'll lead to some blocks. But certainly, you know, if BU keeps up this kind of possession and Merrimack can't stem the tide a little bit, then, uh, you know, we could see the score go up a little more than one nothing here. You know, I, I almost wonder, you know, given like what you said, uh, Merrimack's got a nine-game losing streak to, trying to end here. They haven't gotten to three goals in any of those games over that stretch. Uh, only 16 shots at Northeastern on Saturday. Uh, you know, I mean, do the, 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 you reach a point where you just say, we're just going to come out and shoot everything and then see, and see what happens? I mean, if nothing else is working, you might as well. But, uh, you know, we, we know Merrimack has always liked to play a possession game, and, you know, they've generally been able to do that under Mark Dennehy. And, uh, you know, so it's interesting to see them kind of run into a more skilled team like BU here and uh, BU able to take possession and Merrimack really not able to do what they want. So, uh, you know, a little bit of a tough going for them in the first period. And, you know, we'll see if they do change up, but they try to just start throwing everything on net and see what happens. 
Well, uh, Boston University is a team that I think, you know, they've only gotten better and better as the season has gone on. Obviously, getting Mac Rizlick back helped a lot. Uh, eight goals in 11 games for him since he's been back, and I know he got banged up again and was out of line again and came back, but, but still, I mean, you're talking about a guy who really makes a big difference for them, and, and, and the rest of the team, I, I think, continues to, to respond. You know, you look at the standings, right, and, and, and BU's kind of been a slow starter this year. You had Providence quick out of the gate, low, quick out of the gate. You know, BC as well, and BC had the six shutouts, I think, in nine games early on in the season. Notre Dame has been great pretty much start to finish. you got to look down to fifth place in the standings to find BU, and they may be as good as any of those teams. Yeah, and that's really where the divide happens in Hockey East this year is, you know, BC, Notre Dame, Lowell have gained a little bit of separation from Providence and BU, but certainly you would say Providence and BU can beat any of those teams on any given night. They, they've played those teams tough when they've faced them, so uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who, which one of those five teams doesn't get that by and, and has to play that first weekend, you know. In theory... Play one of the first four. Right. If you win. <laughs> yeah, right, and uh, you know, in theory, whoever is that fifth seed shouldn't have too much of a problem with whoever finishes 12th, but still, you'd much rather have that by and just know you're through, rest up, and, and all that, so BU's in quite the race here, you know, right now against Providence, and te- you know, tied in points right now, but Providence has two games in hand, so BU needs to, you know, beat whoever, you know, beat especially the teams they're supposed to beat, and the, and the way Merrimack's been playing, you know, unfortunately, you would have to say this is a game that BU is supposed to win and has to win, so... If they were to beat out any of those teams that we mentioned that are the top four, who, who, do, you, who do you think would be the most likely candidate? Well, you know, it's tough. I mean, I'm pretty sold on BC and Notre Dame. I think they're they're kind of the class of the league right now. They've been really good start to finish. They're, they're deep teams. You know, Notre Dame, is, I think, looked better than I expected, but, uh, you know, it's hard to look at them and see any faults right now. So, you know, that kind of leaves Lowell and Providence, and... Lowell has been so good defensively and goaltending-wise with Kevin Boyle, but I would still say, you know, maybe at some point Kevin Boyle regresses a little bit. And well, we keep saying that, right? And I know, it doesn't happen. I know. We keep saying it, but, you know, if you're asking me, you know, who you might be able to catch, that could be what allows them to catch someone is if Kevin Boyle comes back to earth a little bit and Lowell slides a little bit. Um, you know, I, I still think Providence is a really good team. You know, their defense is really strong. Uh, Forward-wise, not super deep, not certainly not as deep as like a BC-type team, but uh, enough there that I think they're going to hang up there, and I don't really see them sliding too much. All right, before we let you go, Beanpot comes up on Monday. Two good matchups, four good teams. BC and Harvard in the early game. BU and Northeastern in the second game. Who do you like? Uh, I think I have to give a slight edge to BC going into this. Uh, you know, that game against Harvard is going to be great. Two top ten teams. But, I, I, you know, I think BC, one of the advantages they're going to have over pretty much everyone they play is their forward depth. And we'll see how Harvard's defense holds up against that. Harvard's defense was, that was kind of their question mark coming into the season. They lost two of their top defenders from last year, and Patrick McNally and Max Everson. It's been good so far. Let's see how they handle a really deep offense like BC's. And then in the second... Well, they had trouble with BU. We saw what happened, a bit, their collapse in that game. So Yeah, they got off to a great start in that game. And then, as you mentioned, you know, BU kind of woke up as that game went on. And then once they started that comeback, Harvard really had a hard time getting out of their own end and BU really took advantage. So, you know, the second game of the bean pot, Northeastern has been playing great. They're, you know, they're probably the hottest team of, of all four of the bean pot teams going in. 
But uh, I would still say, looking at it on paper, I think BU's a more skilled team. Still give them the slight edge. You know, as, as great as it would be to see a changeup happen where we get a Harvard Northeastern final, or at least one of those teams have a shot at it. If I had to pick, I'm going to pick BC and BU to get through, and I'll give BC the edge to win it all. All right, Scott. Thanks a lot. Should be pretty good. I, I know that either way. We're going to see two good games, I think, on Monday, and then the final should be good either way. So we'll look forward to seeing it. And your coverage as well on WEI.com. Thanks for joining us, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, Scott McLaughlin, our guest here from WEI.com. The score after one, BU1. Merrimack nothing back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.